Welcome to the Move More Pain-Free Podcast with your host, Rory Finch. Over the last seven years, I've both researched and worked with elite-level sports and private injury clinics to master the skills to not only assess and to manage, but to prevent and rehabilitate sports injuries. It's my passion and vision to provide these services to be freely used with elite-level sports and to be accessible to you, the individual, the sports team or the coach at any recreational sports. This is used to overcome barriers to injury and also training obstacles to allow you to enjoy the participation and to understand the process to improve your performance and minimise your injury risk. Over the coming episodes, myself and the selected guests will provide you with the tools and the knowledge to not only guide your training to be more effective, but to recover optimally and to therefore move more pain-free. So let's get started. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Move More Pain-Free podcast. I'm your host, Rory, and in today's podcast, we're going to be focusing on the topic of sports massage. So those of you who are new to sports massage, we might be new to fitness, and might have heard of this being thrown around, but not really know the topic of what it is it covers. Sports massage is basically a type of soft tissue therapy that's used to utilize deep tissue techniques to be able to relieve muscular tension and maybe some discomfort that someone's experiencing, but also it's used to kind of help in modulating pain. So this could maybe dampening down the signals, or it could be, might be increasing it for a short term um, to allow a greater window of less pain. Uh, And that's how it's used in terms of uh, recovery and rehabilitation. Uh, However, the use of sports massage is often disregarded from some professionals and maybe overutilizing other professionals um, because of the, the short-term effects that are possible. However, the long-term effects are not really well researched. I mean, the research is out there is not really shown to be beneficial. However, within the within what we use within Made to Move, we use it as part of a strategy rather than just a primary service. And I think that's a clear point to have is with anything that we've got, it needs to be some kind of context and what you're trying to achieve to be able to utilize it effectively. What we want to be recognizing is self-checking, understanding what stress we've put the body under, and high intensity of training. So people have got new goals, started taking up a new sport, or even maybe, for example, running uh, every day, for, for example, which is often quite common in uh, novice runners. So uh, the context and what we're going to be looking over today is the benefits of sports massage for yourself. The myths that tend to be thrown around from people that maybe don't understand it too much, but also for people in old traditional methods of uh, massage might tend to think of what sports massage is without actually understanding. Um, and then we'll finally summarize to hopefully give you a bit more of an insight in terms of what sports massage is, how you can maybe confidently go and get one uh, by understanding a therapist you've got or someone that you know. Um, and then from there is uh, have a bit more of an informed decision on what you're going to do from there. Okay, so so kind of start off with then, so the benefits of sports massage. So the, the key benefits that we, time, we tend to find with sports massage tends to be that almost immediate reduction in muscle tension. Um, and this can be done by stimulating uh, warm and local blood flow to the area um, and also you're decreasing the close proximity in which those nerve endings are in relation to each other so at the start of the massage you might find it's quite tender quite sore and then by the end of your session you're going to find you're a lot more relaxed 
Um, and this is due to just some chemical reactions that do occur and how the relief, or maybe the hands-on feel of what you have starts to give a bit more of a psychological effect to calm things down. So that's the first way we look at in terms of how beneficial it is. The next part we look at is then the increased of flexibility and pliability of the muscles and soft tissues, and also that short window of increased range of motion around the joints that surround those muscle groups. So this might be seen in your ankles. So if you've had a lot of calf work done um, and some kind of uh, some, maybe some specific stretching followed up with that, you'll find you'll have a lot more range of motion. You might be able to sit into a squat a lot better. You might be able to, I don't know, stretch and in a yoga session and not feel too much restriction as you did before. Um, the also benefit of that as well is that decreased stiffness. So because you haven't got that sensation and you've modulated some of that sensation through the hands-on treatment, we can often find that you can get more range of motion because we've got that extra window and window of opportunity there. Um, the next part we can also look at is in terms of the increased relaxation and reduction in kind of physical and psychological stress levels. So the understanding behind this is not too clear. However, this, and, and also the science is not there to back, back this up really, but what we understand is by having that hands-on approach, we tend to have a better buy-in in terms of the customer, but also we can also feel like an immediate effect in terms of relaxation. So if you've got that niggling ache and pain that's there, that tends to be gone, that can also automatically relieve some stress levels, if you like. Um, but also you can look at terms of the psychological effects because you're on the bed for maybe 30 minutes to an hour, you're open and talking with a therapist that might be not someone who's in your close proximity to normally. So you might open up more than you expect to someone that you're a very close friend or family. So there's different ways we can look at that. And I think the understanding in terms of research out there is not clear yet in terms of what is it specifically that does that, but maybe there's a, a multiple effect in terms of what's available. So, um, and I think the next part is, you know, once we've got that relaxation method in, we've got less tension, um, maybe pain's been modulated as well, then what we can find is actually sleep quality tends to improve significantly. And if we're looking in terms of injury rehabilitation, maybe even stress and anxiety, there is a clear you know, partnership in terms of what's made available um, from increased sleep and sleep quality that can actually dampen down the effects of pain um, and stress as well. So these are kind of the key benefits of sports massage. Um, and this is all done by you know, the, the understanding out there is if we can increase that blood circulation to the area, and not to say it's not total, but just to the area, increases warmth, increases chemical uh, reactions that occur, that in turn allows for more oxygenated blood to come to the area, increase range of motion for a short period of time, and also to help with some muscle repair that might be from an injury, it might be from microtrauma, from training, so what we need to understand finally is there is there a, a result of a placebo effect in terms of by you entering that room and being with that therapist, you're almost expecting a change. So this can then start to take an effect, not so much as physiological, but this could be a psychological uh, effect that's going on, which then causes a physical alteration. Um, and this could be, you know, stepping in tight, stressed, feeling sore. You're coming out, you feel less stressed, you feel less sore, 
it's chicken and the egg, what came first? That's I think that's the understanding of what we're trying to do. But ultimately, you know, by having this as a first start in terms of a lifestyle modification uh, and being proactive in terms of dealing with stress, pain, tightness, soreness, that's really where you're going to start to find the major effect of that sports massage. Um, so next point we want to look at in terms of Understanding the characteristic behind sports massage is myth busting. Um, and something I've been holding off in terms of myth, myth busting, I think, is a, a concept that I want to cover. But perhaps for you as the listener, this will be quite beneficial. Um, and I think maybe the first one is to uh, talk about is, you know, sports massage is supposed to be painful and it feels very, very uncomfortable. Um, and this can be explained by maybe a story of a, a new client that we had very recently who's not had a sports massage before, has dealing with recurring injuries, chronic tightness and feeling sore, especially after exercise. Um, and so, you know, they asked into a bit more understanding of what sports massage is, how can it help them, how can it help future injuries from maybe reoccurring. Um, and, you know, being able to actually understand it is, when we're applying the pressure, the pressure needs, it needs to be a two-way conversation. So to, as I'm referring back to the start, nerve endings tend to be closer together when you're tight and stiff, but just because of where the tissue is being laid and, and being held. So at the start, it can be discomfort as a new sensation for the body to be uh, understanding and, and start to deal with that. But as you're going through, as me as a therapist, we're going to take it steadily gradually increase the pressure until we're to a point where you're finding it's comfortable but tolerable and we can then work through that if you're going in there and being absolutely smashed up uh, from a therapist um, and feeling out more sore for continual days after now a few days after is to be expected just like a workout you can have some kind of residual soreness but it should start to relieve after one to two days if you're feeling it after that then what we're what we're then looking at is perhaps is too much uh, intensity in terms of what you're trying to achieve from the therapist. So I think the important part here is to understand is, understand is it doesn't have to be really painful and intolerable. It needs to be comfortable, but yet firm. So being able to communicate with your therapist immediately in terms of during the session, multiple times through the session is going to make their job a lot easier. And obviously you being the, person receiving this make it at least a bit more enjoyable but actually feel the more benefits rather than being pain uh, for the subsequent days so myth number two is sports massage is for athletes or people in sports only and i think that is down to maybe traditional thoughts and maybe even just the word sports massage however we use these services with a wide range of clientele, with people that are not just in sport. And this can be people of suffering from aches, pains, and soreness. They might have postural habits and pain associated with these. They might be coming with recurring headaches, maybe a previous um, recurring strain. So often people with like desk-related jobs have elbows, neck, neck, back pain, knee pain often as well. These areas can also be helped to relieve symptoms by sports massage and by understanding that it's people that even in manual laboring jobs who are probably doing more physical activity than someone who is in sport 
they're the people that should be kind of taking this on more frequent and using it as a lifestyle habit to be able to allow them to recover from high intensity bouts, maybe various exercise or it's work, or maybe even repetitive jobs. If you're integrating this as part of a lifestyle plan to allow you to move more pain-free, to be able to train, exercise, and enjoy normal movement patterns that are associated with daily lifestyles is really important. So yeah, so just referring back to it, it's not just for athletes, it's not just for people who are in sport, it's just a typical term that's used um, because they are what is found beneficial for recovery uh, in sports. Next point we're going to look at as well is myth number three is one massage is all you need to feel better. Um, and I think that needs to be played into a context and what your symptoms are, what your physical activity is like, what your, what your sport, what your job role is. In terms of that, we'll give you an understanding of what it is. So someone who's more physically active, more strenuous work, more heavy, high intensive exercise, they will have more benefit in doing maybe a, a monthly massage session or depending, it might be two weekly. Whereas as someone who might be a descalated role, they might not need it as much. However, some kind of you know MOT like you would as a car is somewhat important to understand that you're not accumulating stress on the body. You're not shortening muscles for an extended period of time for too long, or maybe you're not even make sure you're not overworking muscles and allowing that time of recovery to, to happen. Um, one massage, might be good for a short window of time. However, again, going back to your nature of work or sport, that's going to give you more indication of how regularly you need one. And if you apply it, and I think this is where the new age of understanding physical well-being and health, uh, creating some kind of lifestyle strategy to allow you to move and train optimally, but also being able to look after yourself is something that's very important. So if we can start to change the mindset in terms of how we want to work with the body, how we want to be able to do things that we like to fulfill our lives, that will be more beneficial for you. Um, so I hope that helps. So myth number four is, is sports massage specific to a type of sport? And my answer to that would be no. I think it's a multi-discipline uh, that could be used throughout any type of sport, depending on what your goal is, what your current ability is, um, but also, you know, in terms of have you got a recovery uh, strategy in place? Um, the trick is to think of more of a goal than rather than a, a certain sport. So in, in terms of a certain goal, it might mean that, you know, you've got a, a full year worth of events planned out. So how are you going to be able to prepare for the next one or re recover from the previous event? I think that's an important thing to look at, which then you can start to put a strategy in place. It might mean that you've got a pain. So your next strategy is to go, right, how can I get rid of this pain? First thing we need to do is actually to uh, die down this oversensitivity, for which pain is, and then be able to then, once you've got that window of opportunity for more movement, less pain, build upon that through some exercise protocol. And that's the way we like to use that within, within our business is to make sure we've got that buy-in, to make sure you've got that less pain, you're starting to move more, quality of life is starting to improve, then the exercise starts to be the long-term effect of which you've uh, got that strategy to come into play. And 
with with that it might mean you know you might have a short window of a few weeks where you've got some soft tissue work and some stretches to do if it's a flexibility deficit you've got and then from that you can then progress it on to some kind of stability exercises so for example if we're looking at maybe a knee injury we're going to start to work on any restrictions around the knee joint within the soft tissue we will then start to look at some stability work in terms of the ankle and the hips and then from that, you can then start to progress into more strength-based exercises as a more of a, a whole holistic approach in terms of improving the current symptoms that are there. So if you are in pain or you're finding that you've got a chronic tightness, it's, it keeps to be there, the important thing is to look at, right, what is the flexibility and mobility like to start with? Then how do we look at in terms of stability? How can we progress from there? And that should then allow you to then be able to piece it together. So I hope you found that useful. Um, some key aspects we, we like to cover there in terms of, okay, what is it? How is it beneficial? And maybe try and distill some of these old ideas of what sports massage is and how it can help you. So what the important is part is here is to then now find who is your local therapist, who is a good recommendation so ask some family friends maybe even teammates that you've got are they accredited enough have they got an extensive kind of history and background and do you get on with them i think an important part here is to be able to connect with that therapist first will then allow you to maybe open up a bit more feel more comfortable during this process and then obviously from there be able to carry on in terms of improving your recovery improving your lifestyle and they'll be able to move more pain-free. So if you found this useful, please leave a comment down below. If you're on any of our platforms, please share this to maybe a friend or a family member who is curious in terms of what sports massage is. And maybe if they're not too sure, you can then easily just have this as a first step to be able to allow them to take that step into booking a consultation or even um, a sports massage session with ourselves or even maybe someone that's closer to them. If you're looking to get a sports massage after listening to this podcast, or if you're intrigued in terms of how it might help you specifically, um, then you please leave a comment down below. Or if you're on our social media channels, leave a comment or a direct message for us and we'll certainly reach out and help you with any questions that you've got. But just, to, just as a quick note, make sure that you are doing your research in terms of who you're getting your sports massage from, making sure they're accredited, making sure there is some kind of recommendations some reviews. Maybe you've got some friends and family that know someone that's always more important to, to have. Um, but if you've got any questions or queries, then please do give us a shout. We're here to help. Um, and then I'll look forward to seeing you soon on the next episode of the Move More Pain-Free podcast.